Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 182 of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Hi, Adam. Jill, it's so cold. It's so cold it's all the a sudden. winter wonderland here in Cleveland. Oh, my God. I jokingly put you tweeted a picture yesterday at the time we recorded this of the outside world we're in the middle of a sales meeting week this week and we're both of our teams are in those sales meetings so we're like scrambling around but you took a picture of outside and i then i put on twitter i was like if you guys go to our instagram jill put a picture of hoff out there yeah it looks yeah and very much so it is yeah. it was one of those behind our office there's this i was gonna call it green space but right now it's white space it's very white um because there's snow but it's like there's a little walking path and it's really pretty, but it's there's nothing to cut the wind, so you really can see it like whipping around. So it's like like a frozen tundra right now. It's so cold. Anyway, that's it makes sense. I'm okay with it being cold now. After Christmas, if it wants to warm up, that's fine. So I'm more the snow on Christmas and that's it, and then go away <laughs> on the 26th. Like for me, Christmas is the only acceptable mm-hmm. day for there to be snow. You, I know it's a problem living in Northeast Ohio, but... <laughs> you should hang out with my father, Big John. He's like, it can snow on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and then it can be 72 the rest of the year. Pretty much me. It's like, Dad, just move to Arizona or San Diego. If I move, I couldn't work here. I know, and I, then I, would, I wouldn't like that one bit. <laughs> we could remote. It'd be fine. There you go. Um, all right, so what do we do today for the meat of this episode? Today, we talk to our friend. I feel safe calling her our friend. Yes. Penny Reed. Oh, she's so great. We love Penny. Yes. And not just not just the royal we, <laughs> like the company of Overdrive we. Oh, yeah. She has a lot. She's like her own little fan club here. Yeah. Um. So how it ended up working out was you and I were planning out our December episodes and we're like, well, that, that's December is traditionally a time when people talk about cozy mysteries a lot. And we're like, and also cozy mysteries is, can a lot of times ends up being romance adjacent. We were just stretching for a reason to contact Penny. Pretty much. So I sent her an email and I was like, hey, do you want to come on and talk about cozy, you know, romance, cozy mysteries with us? And she said, as they would have it, she's writing a cozy mystery right now um, and she would love to. So in true Penny Reed fashion, she came on, was a delight, had us cracking up. For our listeners who are also Penny Reed fans, um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but not only is she writing a cozy, it is a cozy Related to characters from her Winston Brothers series. So yeah, sure when we reported back to our co-workers here who love her. They were very excited. So yes. we have to listen to find out who. Yeah. But also, I will say, like, the day after she recorded with us, she went on. She does these Facebook live videos all the time for her fan club, um, which I joined. I did, too. <laughs> I joined real time when we were talking to her. Um, but in her in her videos, she talked about coming on the podcast. So if you're new to the podcast through Penny... Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. And you're going to enjoy this episode. Um, Okay, two things. First, we started asking last week if you want to send us... Basically, we're giving away a Kobo Aura 1. Two of them, actually. We're giving away two Kobo Aura 1s. For our 200th episode. For our 200th episode. And I'm bad at math. It's actually going to be in February, not January like I said last time. But 
Uh, if you want to be a part of that, it's really simple. Just go on Instagram or Twitter, and you can find us at ProBookNerds. And tell us if you're a cat person or dog person. It can be a picture. It can be a book you're reading. Um, basically, this is just an excuse for Jill and I to get pictures of cats and dogs. And people are sending them, and I love them yeah, so much. Yeah, they're great. So we'll pick a dog winner and a cat winner in February. And if you're wondering how we're going to pick them, there's no rhyme or reason. We're just going to pick one of them. So the more you send in, the better, because then we get to see wonderful animals. Um, so that's the first thing. And then the second, we've been trying to provide you with like professional book nerds, classic books related to what we talk about in the episode, so you can go borrow some more books. So we have a couple. I'm going to let you start. <laughs> Great, thanks. Um, <laughs> no, Pawns it off. So, uh, you know, for cozy mysteries, when people think of, of cozy, sort of the um, historical... I'm not starting this very well. Um, one of the sort of first... Of the genre, traditionally speaking, when people think of cozies, they think of sort of traditional English mysteries set in a small town. Um, that would be, of course, Agatha Christie. So pretty much anything by Agatha Christie yeah. is, is fabulous. Um, there was the recent Murder on the Orient Express movie that just came out. So good. It was so good. So um, that is always a good one. I love And Then There Were None. Um just really anything by her Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're really short and you can read them super oh yeah super quickly they're they make good audiobooks too yeah yeah and um mine is not a cozy mystery at all but and i think i talked about this last year and probably the year before that since we've now been on two years um every single year around this time i read a christmas carol by charles dickens so if you've never read a christmas carol you can read it in like an afternoon it's very quick but it's it's wonderful, and there's a movie that just came out called, I think it's called um, The Man Who Invented Christmas, and it's all about the story of how Charles Dickens came up with the idea for this book, and like the background on A Christmas Carol is crazy. Like he had, he wrote it in six weeks and like drew all the pictures that were in there himself, and he had to like end up self printing and self publishing it because the publishers couldn't get it out. Like the whole thing is crazy, um, and the movie looks really good. Haven't seen the movie yet, but. I've read A Christmas Carol more times than I can remember. So those are our classics. Anything else you can think of that we need to talk about? No. <laughs> I don't think so either. Guys, our brains are like mush with this week-long sales meeting we have going on. So. It's fun. We get to see people who are not in the office all the time. Oh, it's awesome. It's just a lot. Overload. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot, which is, you know, that I'd rather have busy days than slow days, yes. but woof, are they busy. Um, okay, well... You can also email us, by the way, at professionalburknerds at overdrive.com. I forgot to mention that. So I think <laughs> that's, that's what we forgot. That's the last thing that I forgot. Okay. All right. I'm not going to stall anymore. I'm excited for you guys to hear our chat with Penny Reed, the wonderful, incredible, talented, lovely human being that she is on the Professional Book Nerds podcast. <laughs> everyone it's adam and jill again and we are super excited to welcome our good good friend penny reed back to the show penny is well known not even all around the world but also especially around our office for her wildly popular winston brothers series she also has an incredibly popular knitting in the series knitting in the city series that's hard to say and also, she has a new series, the Dear Professor series, that starts with Kissing Tolstoy. And also, because it's December, we want to talk about cozy mysteries and romance. And so we thought, instead of us giving recommendations, 
we make Penny do all the work. So first <laughs> off, Penny, thank you for joining us today again. Oh, thank you so much for having me. We are so happy to have you back. We love you. Yeah, you're you're pretty much our favorite person. Uh, you know, it's really good to hear that because now I don't feel quite so embarrassed about the shrine I built to you in my office. <laughs> oh man, I wish that was a real uh, thing. So, <laughs> so you just had a book come out called Kissing Tolstoy. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Oh, sure. So I, um, so yes, I just had a book come out called Kissing Tolstoy and it's about a college student who's an engineering major, but she loves tragic romances. And so she decides that she's going to take, uh, well, I guess I should back up. She has, she, she goes on this blind date. Um, her, that's how the story opens. And it turns out that the guy that she emailed is, or she thought she was emailing was not the guy who showed up. And so she, of course, leaves because it's super embarrassing. <laughs> and then several months later, she decides to take a classic Russian literature class. And lo and behold, the professor is the blind date, and then uh, things kind of take off from there. But this particular book holds a very special place in my heart because all of the proceeds for the month of November are being donated to uh, Hurricane Relief for Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. And we were able to raise, we have a couple days left, but we were able to raise over $30,000. So I'm feeling wow. really super excited and happy about that. That's incredible. Just when I think I can't love you anymore. Go and do something like that. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. I mean, the support that we received for this book really blew me away. And and not just that, but it feels great, especially in the environment that we kind of are living in right now, to be able to make a tangible difference. And, and so romance readers making a tangible difference. There you go. Romance readers are awesome. So that part they doesn't are. surprise me. Yeah. Um, you also have a book coming out, it, what, it says 2018, but you have a new Winston Brothers book coming out early next year as well, right? Yes, and uh, yeah, I have a new Winston Brothers book coming out next summer, and that's about the youngest Winston brother, who is kind of a hipster, so I'm looking forward to writing, I'm, okay, I'm just going to be honest, I'm looking forward to making fun of hipsters, <laughs> character, and that's why I'm writing the book. That's a really horrible reason to write a book. Yeah. But I, I live in Seattle, and I encounter hipsters all the time. I mean, what I mean by that are individuals who have very lumberjacky appearances, but probably couldn't change a tire. And and so that's what I'll be tackling and dealing with. I'm, I, that's the, the current event, the very important um, issue that's hitting our society right now is that uh, is that hips making fun of hipsters? That is so. I'm a terrible person, but that's honestly the reason why I'm doing it. I have all these thoughts. So. <laughs> um, you have no way of knowing this, but I literally am growing my beard out, and I have a sweater with reindeer on it as we speak. So you're literally. I I'm excited for you to make fun of people that are basically versions <laughs> of me. So. Oh, Adam, bless your heart. This is, uh, I might actually come visit you. No, that's, again, I'm a terrible person. Look at me. I'm going to use you. I'm going to use you so I can make fun of you. That's, that is fine. Are you kidding me? I would wear that like a badge of honor, like a plaid badge of honor. Yeah, it's pretty good one. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, oh goodness! Oh, this is yeah, yeah. But I was going to say, who says that? I, I, I say that, I guess. But <laughs> you're, um, but you're a fantastic human, and that's ultimately what it's all about. It's that 
include all of the Winston Brothers books, I guess, is it's kind of breaking through the stereotypes. And so I'm hoping to both make fun of and then also break through the stereotype of hipsters. So there you go. You're amazing. You're also in possibly writing a cozy mystery as well, correct? I am. And I'm okay. So if one can be transcendentally excited about a project, that is where I am with this. It's um, my first attempt writing a cozy mystery. And I, much like when I started writing romance, I never read a romance novel. Um, and then I fell in love with the genre. I, prior to deciding I was going to be writing a cozy mystery, I'd never read cozy mysteries. And now I have become a voracious reader of them just in the short, I guess, a couple months that I've um, made this decision. The, the, the series, because it's going to be a spin-off series of the Winston Brothers book, is actually about Cletus and Jen from the third book in the uh, Winston Brothers series, who uh, that particular book was up for um, Goodreads Choice Awards for Best Romance last year, and I get so many emails about that couple, about am I going to be writing a sequel, um, can they have their own series, and it just seemed like it made a lot of sense, because Cletus is somewhat of a, he's somewhat of a mastermind. A Sherlock Holmes gaming kind of individual, and she's very much the John. Wa- she's very much the John Watson. She's uh, very caring and clever in surprising ways, and so it just seemed to make sense for them to partner up. And the first book in that series will be called Engagement and Espionage, and so I'm in the early stages of plotting that out. <laughs> I cannot wait to tell our coworkers because I remember when we last interviewed you, we had questions, like, they had specific questions about Cletus, so. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're probably some of those fans who ask for more Cletus it's, books. Yeah. We yeah, sh- it might be them sending the email to <laughs> We uh, should also point out that last time we did a bunch of research and wanted to make sure we were prepared, and this time we were just like, let's call Penny. We want to call Penny, so we... <laughs> Well, that makes me feel good because then you, I mean, then I feel like if you have to do a lot of research, you feel like you have to arm yourself for the conversation. And so uh, I take that as a compliment. Yeah. Oh, it, it is. We were just frankly, like, we got the idea. We're like, oh, it's Cozy Romances. We should call Penny. She writes romances. <laughs> and then that was as far as I got before I excitedly emailed you with like 17 exclamation points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... You said that you came, uh, before we started recording, that you came armed with some recommendations. And since you've been voraciously reading Cozy Mysteries, would you like to share some of those with us now? I absolutely do. I absolutely do. So, um, yes. So, it's hard for me to talk about things like... I'm a super big fangirl when it comes to um, fandoms, I guess. And so, um, I might do a lot of stuttering and hand movements that you can't see because I'm so excited. And I want to start with uh, Janet DeLeon. Uh, she writes a series called the Misfortune Series, and it's based in Louisiana. And I think they're up, she's up to book 10 now. And they're just phenomenal. They're just, I mean, every single one of the books, uh, she sucks you in. They're so clever. You don't know what's going to happen next. And, and I have this. Uh, I was guilty of prejudging, I guess, the genre. Because I have a difficult time reading mysteries full stop. 
or thrillers will suffer because always or even to a certain extent like Dean Koontz because I feel like I know and Dean Koontz is a phenomenal writer but I always feel like I know what's going to happen and so I've never been a I just never thought I was going to be a fan of mysteries enter cozy mysteries (laughs) and Gina DeLeon I was so I was surprised constantly surprised by the twists and the turns and what's so great about her books is that if you pay careful attention which I thought I was you can see where she's going with it, but she still manages to surprise you. So, again, the Misfortune Mystery series, uh, there's 10 books. Um, I, I'll probably reread these books, and that's, like, the biggest praise for me, because I don't even have time to sleep. And the fact that I would reread books, these are phenomenal, highly, highly, highly recommended. Uh, so... Have either of you read them? No. We have not. We're actually frantically trying to look them up while you're talking. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and, um, yeah, they're just great. They're great. That's and so all of her, she's a, yeah, I want to say that she's either hybrid published or she's 100% indie published. Um, but I also want to say that almost all of her books have hit the New York Times. They're just, she has a huge following and it's for good reason. She's just That's great. awesome. So that's the first recommendation, and I've read all of those, all ten. Um, and then the other recommendation I have is actually, I found out an author friend of mine, Deanna Chase, writes closing mysteries under a pen name, Lucy Quinn, so she's already setting me up, you know, it's like you have to follow the trail. Um, <laughs> and she writes a mystery called the, in a series called The Secret Steel Isle Mystery, and there's six books in the series so far, with the next one coming out in December. The first one's called New Corpse in Town, and it's about, it's about an, like a, an FBI agent who's taking an extended leave of absence, um, and, you know, she's got, like, she's getting her flirt on with this guy, and uh, she's running this inn, so it's all, you know, kind of setting up all of these, uh, it's, her name is Cookie, so it's setting up like a cookie cutter, what you might think of. <laughs> but then they they blow you away. They blow you away with <laughs> the mystery and the twists and the turns again. And so this is the book that I um, my husband yelled at me about because I was um, not that he doesn't. He's not a big yeller, but he is a yeller when I'm reading books with like a flashlight, and because I actually had the hard copy of this. And um, he got up in the middle of the night and handed me my Kindle. And then like, <laughs> like, so, uh, but these are so really great. And there's two authors who actually write them. Deanna Chase and Violet Vaughn are writing together under the pen name Lucy Quinn. And, um, so, oh, okay, and then there's a love triangle, which I didn't know I liked. And so there you go. And so it's, um, it's great when books introduce you to concepts you thought that weren't at all within your wheelhouse and then suddenly you're like oh okay i like this because i handle it so well um so yes highly recommend those those are fantastic so where do you find your cozy recommendations because i having access to readers of cozies here in our (laughs) office like it's overwhelming the first off the names of them are always the best thing ever um yes but they will send me so, so many. It's almost like 
It's like, like there's so many romance novels as well. It's kind of the same thing with Cozy's. Like, there's so many. So how do you decide how you're going to spend your precious time that you somehow still find <laughs> time to read all these books? Like, how do you decide which Cozy's you want to read? Uh, so I have, a, I have a reader group of um, people who read my books. And there's a, I think we have about 3,500 or 4,000 people in that group now. And I figure that if I have a, a reader dedicated to my readership, that they read my books and they like them, because I feel like my books are somewhat on the odd side. So if you're reading my book, you're probably my kind of person. <laughs> you're in my, you're my tribe. Or you're not, you're not a normal human. But your recommendations are probably by and large going to be the things that I, I would like to read. And so the number one recommendation was Jaina Damian in the Misfortune series. Like, they kept coming up over and over again. Because I went in there and I said, hey, who do you recommend? And then, again, this, just this deluge of, it was a tsunami of all of these books. <laughs> but the one that came up over and over again was the Misfortune series. Um, but when I found out Deanna Chase, who is an author friend of mine, wrote under a pen name, her, her super secret, I hope I'm not the Hollywood curve, by the way. Mm-hmm. That would be really awkward. That's okay. Oh, hey, by the way, I know everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, when I found out, because I like her books already, her romance novels, when I found out that um, she was writing in a series, I just kind of, I figured to myself, well, I'll, I'll probably like this too, because when she's like, the way a person writes you, like everything they write. Um, I think, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, so I went to my reader group and I asked, and then whichever... Um, suggestions came up the most often. Those were the ones that I flagged on Goodreads and then tried to make my way through. So that's, really it's just like, uh, I guess my suggestion would be, in addition to your excellent uh, colleagues who clearly have (laughs) the finest of all literary tastes found anywhere, I I believe I can say that with a great amount of authority. Oh yeah. You should, do you guys have, like, a reader group for your podcast? Like, people give you recommendations other than just individuals who comment? Not officially. <laughs> yeah, we we very unofficially will just, like, one of us will tweet, like, hey, I need a book. Someone give me a book. <laughs> but I like this idea of making our own community. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think that would be fantastic. I, I really do because I have some readers who only read via the library. And that's what they do, and um, for really good reason, which is that books are very expensive, and if you're a voracious reader, the, you know, uh, the library, it's amazing. And um, so I know that just in, within my, my small group that there is just having a readership, a, a community, um, and then also just maybe even reaching out to libraries, because a lot of libraries are known book clubs, you know this. I'm preaching in the choir. Now I'm mansplaining to you. I'm sorry. You really know this. But, um, see, this is why. I, I guess when I'm tired, I tend to mansplain. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe all of these men just need a nap. No, that's not the issue. Men on the are, on the whole are pretty terrible, and I think I I can say that. I think I can kind of say that as a as a male. I think I'm allowed to say that. We're gonna get so many emails at them. That's okay. You're in a safe place here. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, we'll get the emails. You won't. <laughs> but I mean, starting creating a reader or creating readers of like-minded readers um, was the best happy accident that came out of this whole authoring thing. And when I started to write, it was really just so that I could afford more books. I mean, selfishly, that's what it was. It was I did it on the bet, and then I'm like, hey, this will pay for books. I should keep doing this. And um, and then uh, I got to write them off as business expenses, which was, I mean, that feels like something from a fairy tale. I, I think if Beauty and the Beast were written from Belle's perspective more so rather than, you know, about that, it would really just be about her trying to get her hands on that library. <laughs> and so uh, as a voracious reader, having a reader group to make the recommendations, like my people making recommendations back to me has been a dream come true. And so that's a really long way, really long and boring. Wait, now I'm sounding like my grandmother, I apologize. But um, a way of saying that uh, my reader group made the recommendations. It started with their recommendations. So word of mouth is still the most powerful way to find excellent books. So if people wanted to join your reader group, how would they go about doing that? Oh, jeez. Okay. So if you want to join my reader group, we're on Facebook because I didn't take it seriously at first. I thought, oh, okay, so I'm going to have like, Four people and my aunt Kathy in here. Um, and, and by the way, my aunt Kathy never joined, so I'm <laughs> kind of bitter about it. Uh, but, <laughs> so, um, so if they wanted to join, it's on Facebook. They have to be on Facebook, which I wasn't on Facebook until I started until I started doing writing. Because well, anyway, that's a whole other. Now, I, now I sound like a hipster. But moving <laughs> on, um, it's on Facebook, and the name of my group. It's actually Sharks of Awesome. Don't. Uh, come on. I'm not joking. So if you look up, if you go on Facebook and you look up, Kenny Reed's Sharks of Awesome, uh, you'll find my group. Sorry, my group. You'll find my group. It's a closed group. And you have to apply to join. And we'll ask you a question because we don't want just any nerdy losers in there. We want. Um, I'm kind of nerdy losers in there. I'm literally, I'm I'm signing up for this in real time as we speak. I can't confirm he is indeed. He is, yeah. Oh no. Okay, so the the group turned out, it's not, it's about my books in that I post news and that kind of thing in there, but it's actually become like a support group for introverts. (laughs) (laughs) We post a lot of like, um, uh, Star Wars memes and knitting humor and that kind of thing. But then, uh, uh, and this is not at all related to Cozy Mysteries, but um, we also, it's a support group. So when people are going through difficult times, for example, and you can just edit all of this out because this is not at all related to the topic, but we had a reader recently who's 24 and just this beautiful young woman who was lamenting the fact that she, um, she did. She had no idea how to behave around um, the opposite sex, around guys that she was interested in. And like it was a again another deluge. That's the word of the day, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Deluge <laughs> of just all the support and ideas of, hey, that's me. That I went through that too. And this is how you put yourself out there. And it's great to see because it's like this gathering of exceptionally nerdy, dorky awesome women who have their priorities straight and um, just get coming out to support each other. That happens quite a bit. So sometimes somebody will go through chemotherapy or somebody will be going through a divorce or something else 
and um, we just kind of all come together. So obviously none of that needs to be in the podcast. I, and I warned you ahead of time. I feel like I can always go back to the discount and I warned you ahead of time. Listen, we will remove it if you want us to, but I think it's kind of sweet. I think it's very sentimental, but we, we can remove Aww. it. It's not a problem. Oh, no, I mean, you can't, or I don't, I'll leave. You are the expert. I will leave that to your judgment. Um, I don't feel like you have to, but I, as I talk, sometimes I think to myself, wow, this is really boring. And so I just wanted to warn you that, um, well, anyway, moving on. Again, coffee plus mistake. So, uh, there, there you go. Um, okay, so we've talked about your books. We've got some book recommendations. Now we have to get to something very important because it's December. Do you have any holiday traditions that you have? I feel like you're going to have something wonderful that you do, and I want to know about it. Okay, so I don't know if it's a holiday tradition, but once a year, we take family photographs. And the reason why this is important is because our family photographs are always uh, dressed up as post-apocalyptic zombie fighters. What? So we all, yeah, so the kids make their own armor, and we make our own armor, and we just, like, get all dressed up, and we usually go to, like, a a warehouse or a graveyard or something like that and it's once a year and we get a professional photographer to take pictures of us and sometimes we have fam- other family members like cousins dressed up like zombies and we take that picture so yeah that's our I guess our holiday or in December tradition is we dress up like post- and then that's usually our Christmas cards so Everything you tell us about your life is better than the last thing. That's so amazing. Yeah, I mean, I can send you, I can send you one from a couple of years ago. I feel like we're going to need uh, pictures of this. Yeah, yeah, I believe the uh, the phrase everyone used to say uh, in the past is pictures or it didn't happen. So we are going to need to see oh. some of these. Yeah, absolutely. I'll send you one. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send you one from um, the last photoshop. Or no, I guess it was. I, there's this one photo shoot in particular that turned out just beautifully. So I'll send you. I'll send you that one. Oh, that so, makes me so yeah. happy. I don't have anything else. I, I don't know how to top. Like, how do you yeah. go from there? Yeah, I I don't <laughs> think we have anything else to ask you because that's the most perfect answer to a question we've ever had. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, on that note, I am going to sleep well. more often. So, <sighs> oh, that is amazing. Penny, thank you so much for joining us again. You're the best. Oh, no, you're the best. <laughs> I really appreciate you having time to speak with me, and it's always a pleasure. Thank you both so much. You're lovely. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.